0: Hello and welcome to the Chiropractic Student Podcast, my name is Lewis and we're here to talk about all the things you need to know before graduating chiropractic school. We're going to talk to experienced chiropractors and we're going to be discussing the science, philosophy and art of chiropractic. We're going to get tips and hints on how to get through chiropractic school with a deeper understanding of what chiropractic is and truly can be. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Chiropractic Student Podcast. Today we are joined by Dr. Tom Waller. Um, thank you for joining us today, Tom.
1: It's great to be here, Lewis. Thank you Good. so much for inviting me on the show. I've been waiting for some time <laughs> to be a guest, but I'm glad nice to be here.
0: Yeah, I think I started this like as I started here, maybe a few months before. Um, and it's cool, today we're both in the same room doing this at work because I am Tom's associate up at Epoch in Lincoln. First and foremost. Give a little bit of a background about sort of who you are and what you do in chiropractic at the moment for us, please, Tom.
1: Cool. So um, I'm obviously a chiropractor. Uh, I have a practice up here in Lincoln. Um, we've been in this practice for five years. Um, I graduated in 2010 from the ACC. Um, I've done pretty much everything you can do in chiropractic from being an associate to being the vice president of the United Chiropractic Association and student representative for that uh, organisation as well. Um, I've, you know, worked solo. We've now got you guys as as amazing associates. Um, I've travelled the world speaking about chiropractic. I've literally done everything there is to do in chiropractic. Um, But I think the thing I've learnt the most through my whole journey is there's nothing better than standing at the table and working with the people in front of you.
0: There you go, end of of podcast, he's done it all, there's nothing (laughs) bad, he's he's finished it.
1: Um, That's cool,
0: and obviously the podcast today is really to help students, new grads, or just lost people who don't really know their way in chiropractic, and you're so certain in what you do, Mm -hmm. which is brilliant, but it must have taken some time to sort of get there. So what was that journey like in terms of, let's say, from... The moment you found out you wanted to be a chiropractor, what was that like? And then that journey going through, how did you find your certainty and what it is that made you the chiropractor you are
1: today? I think it's brilliant. And this is some, it's what really ignited my fire to be so involved in the profession was, was figuring that out. Mm-hmm. So I got into chiropractic because my mum said it'd be a good idea. <laughs> I was a Royal Marine Reservist and I wanted to be in the Marines effectively. That's what was my journey. Um, but mum said, well, did you try it. So I tried it and, um, I, I started in a practice with, with a great chiropractor who helped me out a lot, but I was bored. I was really bored. So I was doing these long appointments, not really understanding what I was doing yet. I was seeing these miracles that were happening in chiropractic. My understanding in chiropractic didn't match the miracles that I was seeing. I was like, well, how's this sort of therapy for somebody's back creating these amazing results that we're seeing. And I got bored, so I started to go on YouTube, I started to watch YouTube videos, um, I watched some of the, the original stuff that Billy DeMoss put out, and that just ignited a fire in me, and then I attended, I think, my first UCA conference, um, and then from then, I just there was no going back. Um, Is this after you graduated? Yeah, after graduating. So, throughout university, were you very... By oh or my or god, mechanical? I was the... I was the mechanist, dude. I was I was the puppet on the str- I was on I was the president of the student union at, at ACC. Yeah. I was a puppet on a string for the people who ran that that institution. I was always a rebel. I was always getting myself in trouble, but not the kind of violence mechanism. I was just, just yeah, a yeah, dick, yeah. really. Okay. <laughs> I, t- I channeled that energy into I actually just stand for something and. The boredom led me to finding out really what chiropractic was after about two and a half years of being in practice. And then that journey spiraled, and then I had some amazing journeys with patients that really made me think, oh my god, this is something. And then I just wanted to tell the world. Um, and I told the world, uh, realised how much you can and can't say in the profession because we're hamstrung and, and uh, you know, our mouths bound occasionally. So I've kind of learnt the subtleties of that over the years, um, which is. <laughs> got me to a place where I feel relatively stable um, in what I'm doing. So you say you watched a Billy DeMoss video. Yes. He's very
0: outspoken. I like watching mm-hmm. his videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but from there, you say it lit a, ignited a spark inside yeah. you. What did you do then? What was then the
1: drive in you that you helped I, cha- I changed how I spoke. I changed how I spoke to patients at the time. So I was still working in that mechanistic practice. Mm-hmm. Um and this was in this city. So this was in this city ten years ago, twelve years ago now. Uh Christ, is it thirteen years? I don't know, twelve years ago now. <laughs> so um we have patients here now who've come back when they when they find out I was back in town have come back to this practice mm-hmm. and they were like what you said about how when we adjust here it affects my organs changed my whole thinking about health and chiropractic. Yeah. So I wanted to come under your care again. So my conversation changed. The simplest thing I remember changing was every time I adjusted somebody's spine, I linked it to how the nervous system affects the organ health of the body, not just how they're feeling. And that was the simplest change I made at the start. And how did you get to that concept? Did you
0: just get back to the whole neuroscientific side of things and say, Dude, well, I'm, l- not, I'm this not that thing. academic. But like you would go into the nerve root and go, right, this nerve goes to the digestive system. Yeah, like an NS chart on the so uh,
1: it's an autonomic nervous system chart on like you've got one behind you there, Yeah. and it was as simple as, you know, this part of the spine connects to there, and it's basic stuff, it's not necessarily the complete truth, and we know that the adjustment really is affecting from the brain, and it can change all of how the body works, and, and I'm happy to go into it more, but the basic start for me just to start getting this understanding of something different was to have that conversation. Going beyond
0: pain and sensation. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. And is there any pivot? You said you went to the UCA conference. Mm-hmm. Are there any other um, seminars, conferences that you went to that were like, that you would recommend that you must do? It maybe as a starting point or something to really get you
1: the, Definitely, the UCA UCA conference is still great, but there was a time, for about six years ago, it was, it was, buzzing like it was the place to go, Hmm. and it's starting to get a resurgence of that actually, which is great. Cairo, Europe, was one I went to, and that really changed my life. Uh, I came back quite changed from that many years ago. over the years, I've been to loads, and I, you know I think those two are, are fantastic in Europe. And uh, Focus, I had the pleasure of speaking at Focus in the States, which is just an incredible conference, and um, and all those people out there are lovely. Uh, so uh, you know I'd encourage people just to get out there and experience as much as they can and connect as much as they can. Brilliant. Um, one thing that I like to ask is
0: also more of a resource point of view. So. Mm-hmm. You're very big on books now, and you've got me a book, and, well, a few books now, and had me read a few. How did you get into books, mm-hmm. and which ones would you recommend people starting at if they wanted to find their passion in chiropractic
1: as well? Cool. I love you ask that question, and I don't think you can succeed in life you don't read. Okay. I genuinely believe that. Now, this is coming from someone who was a dumb, dumb, I'm, I'm going to keep it clean. But it was so dumb at school. Group. I hate reading. So dumb. I, re- I had a reading age four years below my, my age when I was younger. Severely dyslexic. I've never sat an exam in a hall. I've always been in a special room and had extra time. Yeah. Uh, reading was something I really struggled with. But I can't remember what the first book I was given was. I think I just started getting into reading actually through. Was a Tony Robbins book was the first book I really got into Tony Robbins book and then I started reading chiropractic stuff but the, the chiropractic books that I would recommend are the easiest the easiest ones One Cause One Cure, Fred Barge straight up I think is the best chiropractic book to read um, 33 by David Serio which is uh, multiple authors of another really good book The Power of 33 um, by Donald Francis and uh, various authors as well is another really good book. So those are, those are where I would start with chiropractic reading. But I genuinely believe you cannot be successful if you do not read. There's something about getting your head in a book and absorbing the information um, and just having that quiet time. So if it's just 10 pages a day, which is what I would commit to every day um, as a minimum, uh, as a place to start. Okay, so there's uh, plenty of
0: resources there to go off of um, and to start with. If you, um, in terms of, I'm trying to think of how to word this question, so your favourite, you mentioned Billy Dumas, you say you got bored at work, which made you seek out other things. What did you seek? Like, What was it that you
1: searched for? co on YouTube
0: just literally chiropractic oh, yeah, but it's so
1: different to what it is yeah. now like it's like I'm not a TikToker like everything's yeah. like a two minute video now or Like or, I don't know what TikToker 30 seconds or whatever Um, it used to be like there's the lay lectures on, on YouTube the old school ones like Sid Williams lay lecture at Parker University there's some really great old stuff Sigafoos had some of his lectures on on YouTube Um, Reggie Gold's lay lecture as well are these mm. these are the things that really are the foundations of our profession um, that I think is such a great resource for people to, to, to watch and listen to those that that's the YouTube that I'm, I'm so I'm not looking I'm not talking about our oh, crazy adjusting videos which do a total disservice I believe to the profession mm. um, it's it's the old school lectures that, mm. I, that I really enjoy
0: I like that you I think you Made me watch, um, not made me, asked me to watch Chemistry of Life, that one. Yeah, that's good um, one, yeah. with, um, I think that's Reggie Gold. Yeah. Okay, and it kind of brings me on to another one people in chiropractic. Mm. Who are your mentors as such? Who do you look up to in
1: chiropractic? Who do I look up to in chiropractic? Yeah. So many. Go on. So many. I would say some of the people who uh, I've really enjoyed the company of, really enjoyed the company of, who are doing great things. John Minardi, beautiful person, such a certain man, and just a just a great guy. I really, I've got a lot of time for John. Um, I love Brad. Brad Nawaki. he's a lovely person. He's got some great tips on communication. Uh, a nice chat this morning with this I love this mate, and the way he um, talks about running really a calm and relaxed, and thriving practice. Martin Harvey, he's a, a beautiful man over in Australia and he's got a really great um, plethora of information on communication. Uh, some of the people who come to mind, Tim Young as well, I'm going to forget Tim Young, he's just a beautiful soul um, and his event focus and his group focus is, is, is really, really good. And, and with those people, uh,
0: is there stuff, resources and stuff online that we can have a little look at?
1: And that I don't know, one hundred percent. I just know these people as acquaintances and friends. Um, mm-hmm. I know, t- I know. Tim's got a program. I know uh, all of them have got programs. Yeah, all of them have got programs. Um, I suppose it's just what what stage are you at in your in your career now? Are you looking mm-hmm. for someone who's going to give you information on um, technique, or are you going to give someone who's going to give you information on communication, running a practice, certainty, mm-hmm. whatever facet you're looking for? Would it take who you go to? Um, you know, when the st- that's saying when the student is ready the teacher appears, mm-hmm. um, it's just choosing what you want to delve into right now. That's cool, very long, you yeah. beat around the bush a bit there, mm-hmm. you're
0: playing very nice to everyone, I mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> um, if you had to say, are you a communication king, are you a wicked adjuster, are you a boss businessman, what, what would you say is your expertise in this field? If you had to pick one, like what, what are, people, one? Yeah, what are people paying to come here for? Is it the well-run business? Is it your communication? Is it the adjustment? If you had to pick one,
1: I would have said it's my communication. Mm-hmm. But as I think about it, a practice can simply cannot survive or thrive if the adjustment's not good enough. The adjustment. So I said it's my adjustment.
0: And how important is that adjustment?
1: It's it's everything. It's everything because. You take this example. This is something I, I use when I teach. Is you go and buy a car, and you go and buy a car, and the salesman sells you this car, yeah. and they sell you on the experience of the car, how amazing this car is going to be, how good you're going to feel in the car, and they sell you on your on, on your emotions and your feeling. Mm-hmm. You then buy the car, and you're passed over to the service department, and the service department don't quite live up to the sales department. Yeah, yeah. So now you're getting you know people not calling you back when you're trying to book a service or you know suddenly you get these fees that you never really realized and the car doesn't perform as well as the sales guy said and you get this complete mismatch, mismatch between the service the salesman and the service provider so is that like
0: communication communication, communication. absolutely
1: yeah. and this is why you can't really you, you can't really take one or the other but if you really have to choose it's got to be the adjustment because you can pull people in. There's so many tips and tricks and fancy things out there which a lot of it I actually disagree with on bringing people into a practice yeah. and then it just falls apart because you can't deliver on the adjustment. Or you've brought in a poor quality of person and you've told them you're going to fix their back pain yet you're trying to run a vitalistic practice. Like it just The mismatch is there. So I think if there's one thing um, that, that's the most important, it's, it's the adjustment. Uh, and I... I genuinely believe my precious ones on that. Yeah, I agree. And
0: let the hands and the adjustment do the talking. Yeah. That BJ Palmer quote, I think you say it like you, you can talk to a patient for 15 minutes and get them to like you, or you can give them one powerful adjustment and get them to love you. Yeah. And that's literally, it is
1: the power of the I remember uh, I went to Arno Bernier, I was fortunate enough to learn from him a while ago. And he said he practiced for a couple of years in silence complete silence so cool. which is cool because your hands just do the talking yeah. yeah literally yeah just lay down they know you're about yeah. to get the
0: gifs oh brilliant um you mentioned that you do a bit of teaching yes what, what do you do what do I, do I know what you do but tell <laughs> people what, do I do? what, what do
1: you do um i um as i said i got really passionate in the profession to help people because I got bored and I got frustrated. And I, I wasted several years of, of my practice career not helping people the way they should. And I also see there's a, there's a lot of great people out there who I've spoken about before, mm-hmm. but there's so many subscription services, marketing stuff, and it's all like it's all very fluffy. And I don't think there's enough on just like this is this is how you really run a practice. This is how you really serve your people. So I've created. Uh, a movement and a community called ASC adjusting skills and certainty. Um, and the aim of this is to really give you everything you need to be a successful chiropractor. So I've created online courses. These online courses are one time purchase lifetime access. Mm. So There's no ongoing subscription. Um, you purchase the course and the lifetime access means everything that gets updated over time, you're constantly getting new and updated stuff. Um, i put ev- literally everything that I have used to build this practice, um, which hopefully you can attest to, is, is a half decent practice, yeah. um, <laughs> from day one, day two, um, communication, how to run a team, how to do your back office business stuff, uh, I've got bonuses on there, public speaking and personal development, so literally everything you need to run a practice, and some adjusting courses on there too, and I also do hands-on adjusting seminars, um as well so everything you need to run a practice you okay. go. and I've done the
0: online course the old version the updated version and you do update it and I can literally vouch for that because I've done all the different ones mm-hmm. and also the adjusting courses I know many of my friends have been on it and they, they loved it but you do different
1: types of courses as well I've currently do two courses do fundamentals which is essentially full spine adjusting the aim of my, my courses is to teach you how to become a better adjuster. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really does. I mean, I've had people who are new in practice, but also people who've been in practice for 20 years come along, and it really has changed how they practice. Um, and then I also do an upper cervical-specific one. And this is it's upper cervical adjustments for the full spine chiropractor, really. Yeah. Um, is one of these, and shows you how to, how to really focus on that upper cervical adjusting too. So they're the two that I've, I've got out at the moment. Do you enjoy doing it? Love it. <laughs> Just love seeing people change and knowing that they're going to go mm-hmm. home uh, and change lives of, of, of more people. Yeah, it's it's super rewarding to become the teacher at the end, mm-hmm. isn't it? And like your experience throughout.
0: I think I think you've earned that. So,
1: but I think we all teachers, like you know, even if it's new, you're a new graduate listening to this, you're a teacher to the person in front of you. That's what doctor is, isn't it? Exactly, what, what doctor is. is teaching. They say teacher is always what. The teacher is only, well, a teacher told me this, a teacher is only one chapter ahead of the student. Uh, So we sometimes forget how much power we have to be able to influence and teach other people. We feel that we have to get so far on our journey before we can start, but you don't. You can literally start today with people who, who are closer to where you are, therefore are more likely to listen to what you say, whereas if you are so much further on your journey, let's say you take this sloth of a man on his sofa uh who doesn't look after himself very well Mm -hmm. and you come in as this super green vegan and tell him how to eat Mm -hmm. he's gonna go get lost don't even care but if you came to him a little bit closer to where he was as someone who had just got off the sofa and started getting into exercise and eating better he's more likely to listen to you and the same is true for health and and journeys and and chiropractic um you know the time to start helping people is right now Is that the same for, like, leaders in chiropractic?
0: Do you think, like, with you doing the teaching and, like, people like Tim Young and stuff, do you reckon they're, like, just one step ahead and uh, then they're trying to bring everyone else onto their level? Uh, I
1: can't say, uh, Tim's, like, (laughs) 20 years ago. The the people I've mentioned just have a heart, a heart to help. Mm. Um, And they they just... I think the people I've mentioned don't have any fancy tricks up their sleeves. They're literally just... Show you what they got. Here it is. Congruency.
0: Yeah. Okay. Tons of like juicy gold in there. I can't believe it's been twenty minutes already. Um, one thing I always like to ask is, if you had to get give a bit of advice to Tom at university, um, you now looking back, giving a bit of a premonition, what would you say to Tom or a new grad who's who's maybe just starting, maybe just starting university year one, year two?
1: What would be your best bit of advice uh don't care about what anyone else thinks um do it anyway (laughs) we we put off doing these things trying these things because we fear what other people will think about us like i'm not going to talk about that because i worry about what someone's going to say and that prevents us from really moving forwards like i love being a super geek in practice i love getting really enthused by what i do Mm -hmm. But there was a time when I was younger where it wasn't cool. I I thought people would think differently of me if I did. Um, And I think if we lose that fear of what other people will think about us, then we have the potential to go so much further. I agree. I love that statement. That was
0: nice. Very deep and meaningful there. Um, Brilliant. And we'll sort of cut it off there. If people want to get in contact, um, where's the practice and how do they contact you?
1: Cool. So the best way to get hold of me probably is social media. Yeah. Um, I all the like links to it. Yes, yeah, so I've cool. got a Tom Waller Facebook page. Tom Waller on Instagram. You'll put yeah. the links below. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll, do it, below. I'll do it. I'll do it. And the website. If you, if you, on the website you can request a call. You can email me. You can book on the courses. It's ASC Adjusting Skills and Certainty yeah. ASC Cairo I'll pop that in there as well. Cool.
0: Can people come and observe? Any time. Cool. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Tom, for coming on the podcast. It's been a long time coming, but i finally got some time with you. Thank you. Thank you very
1: much. Appreciate it.
0: Hello, a quick special announcement to say that we are working alongside a blockchain expert and a designer to work on a NFT project. It's available online. You can go on OpenSea.io, um, join the community on Discord and check out our Instagram and Twitter. It's 206 bones NFT. It's a collectible series of trading cards and it's all 206 bones of the body. Um, for more information, have a look in the description below.